Talkback Matters from the Salvos. Baby, baby, what is the matter with you? Taking all my money, going out having yourself a ball. One of the most important things we can have in our life is our identity. And Minister for Fair Trading, Anthony Roberts, joins us to make us more scam aware. Minister, there's a scam for almost everything going, isn't there? I mean, take your pick, there's a scam for that. One thing I've found uh, uh, being Minister for Fair Trading is that not only is there a scam for every person, uh, but uh, they're becoming more and more complex and sophisticated. And as consumers become more and more aware of these scams, they're almost like viruses and they mutate. So as soon as Fair Trading, for example, has come up with an education program warning people about a particular scam, that scam and those scammers, those those criminals, will change the scam and change what, what they're doing in quite a sophisticated manner in order to uh, repel that vaccine or the, the, uh, the antibodies that have been created uh, within the marketplace. It's unbelievable, isn't it? They're so believable that these these scams that are sent out. So many times I have been so tempted to thinking this is a real, you know, advice when it's actually been a scam. When I've looked a bit closer into it, you know what I mean? Oh, look, and I must say, statistics show one in twenty people in this country each year fall for a scam, and those people can lose anything from uh, the. I think the average is about eight hundred dollars. Uh, in uh, money that's taken off them, and that can go as high as twelve thousand dollars. And there's been certainly uh, some of the more complex Nigerian land scams that have netted uh, millions of dollars from Australian consumers. That ain't right, baby. That ain't right at all. Taking all my money. Interesting that you mentioned the Nigerian factor because that's my memory of the first scam I ever received many, many years ago. That email that we all got, I guess, about the king or someone like that from Nigeria and this long story about how he wants to give me money and I've inherited it or I can't remember it now, but I mean, it was so obvious. Oh, look, they're they're, they're poorly written, grammar's awful, and I must say, yeah, I'm Pretty, you know, getting pretty fed up with the fact that I've got eight Uncle Umbobos who used to be generals with the Nigerian government who've cut some sort of uh, oil deal. And all yeah. I've got to do is uh, send them my, my bank account details and some money so they can affect a transfer of uh, some billions of dollars to my account. Look, that's called phishing and um, P-H-I-S-I-N-G, which is a, a technical term that we use for those sort of scams that seek your bank account details and money off you. And uh, uh, I've got to say that... Um, uh, it's like any lottery scam. If you haven't entered the lottery, mm. you can't win it. Exactly. And we've all received those uh, those letters, and they've gone beyond the old days. You would have recalled that they used to come from Nigeria in those really, it's really cheap brown envelopes and cheap paper, um, and, and some of them are hand-typed. Well, and now, of course, they're getting more sophisticated with European lotteries offering you some tens of thousands of pounds or euros uh, in the lottery you haven't even entered. I know. I shouldn't laugh, but quite often they amuse me, some of the things that I see, you know what I mean? Oh, look, yeah, the fact that... and, and it's Look, it can, can be amusing um, 
until you work out that some people fall for them. That's right. And yeah. where, where many of your listeners and ourselves will look at it and think, oh, you know, who is this General Umbobo who I'm supposed to be related to <laughs> that's done this oil deal? You know, I mean, who would fall for that? Well, unfortunately, mm. there are people that, that, you know, I think Australians love a, a, a good deal and they, they love a bargain and yeah. everyone in the back of their mind thinks that, you know, there's a great Arnie Madge that's going to, you know, sort of fall over and leave me millions of dollars, you know, and a, and a, and a car castle in Europe. Um, well, it just doesn't happen. I wanted to read you an email that I get about once every couple of months. In the inbox, it says, United States UPS delivery failure notification. And when you open it, the message says, hello, unfortunately, we failed to deliver the postal package you have sent on the 12th of November in time because the recipient's address is erroneous. Please print out the shipment label address and collect the package from our office. Signed, United States Postal Office. And they've attached a zip file. Oh, yes. And, and they prey on the fact that 99.9% of people out there are honest people and would like other people to deal with them the same way they deal with them. So particularly if you have a, a strong sense of Christianity and, and you have strong beliefs that you treat people you know, as you would hope to be treated yourself. That's what these people prey on. So what you're thinking is an honest person you know, in, a, in a company, a reliable company yeah. by the looks of things, uh, has mislaid your package. And of course, when you open that zip file, uh, what you're doing, it's a, it's a Trojan horse into your computer, which of course immediately then goes onto your computer sucks out all your bank information if you've been, uh, for example, doing internet banking, your passwords, all your information. And then, of course, what they do then is, and again, these are highly sophisticated, organised criminal gangs that, that utilise this, quite often out of the subcontinent um, or Eastern Europe. And what they do then is they can either steal your identity, so all of a sudden you've got Visa card, you know, calling you saying, well, you know, why are you using a Visa card account? And he, by the way, here's the bill in the United Kingdom. Or uh, they could very well uh, just sweep your bank account and take whatever you've got. And in fact, uh, this this goes even further into superannuation accounts where uh, organised crime uh, continues to raid people's super accounts um, by effectively the, the, even just going around and uh, uh, and taking envelopes at the, at the end of the financial year out of people's letterbox. And oh. of course, they all come with your superannuation company's logo on the front. And it doesn't take much to then build up enough information to remove that money and send it overseas. Oh. And of course, uh, who looks at their superannuation account every six months? Exactly. You don't. Exactly. You don't, unless you're semi-retired. Yeah. Uh, you, you, know, you don't really do it until you're 65. Um, so that, that is something that organised crime can do. So I say to many people that one of the best ways to protect your identity is just by putting a padlock on your letterbox. Right. So simple. Again, we are a trusting nation, a very trusting nation, and that's why... Uh, and we're also a very wealthy nation compared to the rest of the world. Mm. So that's why the, you know, the people in India and Eastern Europe uh, utilise these scams. Um, they, don't, they don't try to scam uh, the poor people of, uh, you know, the Congo of or course. Zimbabwe because yeah. they don't have money. Exactly. But here, you know, because we have money and are just generally honest and expect the law to protect us, uh, they utilise uh, all those things against us. Scams are as old as, as the hills. Um, it's just that we we now have to, you know, deal with them. And as I said before, they're becoming so sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still have some old scammers, um, certainly in this this nation. Every year we have about a thousand uh, Irish and English nationals that turn up here for our summer. 
um, you know, quite migratory. Then um, they flock into to Melbourne and uh, uh, slowly work their way up the, uh, the, uh, the Victorian rural and regional areas, then up New South Wales, through New South Wales and into Queensland. And they're what we call the old bitumen bandits. Now, and they're, they're called a number of things, um, you know, sort of, uh, uh, but mostly they're travelling conmen. Yeah, right. I think I saw this story on Today Tonight or Current Affair, right? Oh, yes. And look, they are, they are heavily organised crims. They are not nice people. Mm. Um, they appear charming on the surface, but the, these people, you know, take about $40 million that we know of from people, usually the elderly and the vulnerable. Yeah, they'll knock on your door, cold call, and offer to do some services. It could be cleaning your roof, rebitumining your driveway in rural and regional Australia, um, doing some garden work. But what they're doing is effectively either a they don't do the work. If they do do the work, it's all shoddy. Um, you know, they will thieve from your house while you're arguing with them out the front. Uh, these people, yeah, you know, so forty million dollars, and that's what we know of. Um, so we're currently in the process of, of, of tracking these individuals down and charging them um, and deporting them. We don't want them back. They come back each year because in the, the Northern Hemisphere summer, they're doing the same type of rip-offs right, right. Uh, in the UK and North America. They're not gypsies, but, but they style themselves you know, on that sort of gypsy lifestyle. Very right. It was six or seven years ago that someone took $1,499 out of my account. I thought, that's interesting. It wasn't $1,500, it was $1,499 to make it, I guess, look a bit more disguised on my statement. My daily limit was $1,500. The bank called me and asked if I'd sent any money to Sweden. And I said no, and they alerted me to what happened. I mean, the bank reimbursed me, but since then, they changed the way that we log on by typing your password and also using a mouse to click a second password, making it much harder for phishing. Oh, that's you're spot on, because it means that they're less capable from their remote uh, part of the world to break into it, but but always monitor your bank accounts. But but again, I'm like you. I have a limit on how much can be withdrawn yeah. uh, on any day, and the reason I've set that limit, and maybe your listeners should, and that is that that if there is a break in, they can't steal everything all at once. But banks, I've got to say, have been very good with this. You talk to to anyone at Telstra who monitor a lot of these overseas internet uh, accounts. At any one time, there could be tens of thousands attempted attacks, cyber attacks. Um, but in these cyber attacks from organised crime, the old Russian mafia and so forth, um, whose job it is is to uh, either shut down company accounts as in internet services and then try to blackmail them um, into allowing them to operate again, or just these, again, these cyber attacks trying to break through the defences of the computers uh, over here to steal money from the accounts. Minister for Fair Trading, Anthony Roberts, there's also a book, Fair Trading Will Give You, about all the scams around, and the website scamwatch.gov.au also has the info, and you can register to receive updates. Part two on scams next week. Baby, that ain't right at all. Light and Life from the Salvos.